Welcome to the Keto Lifestyle Podcast, hosted by nutritional coach Jessica Tai, where we are dedicated to promoting health and overall well being through nutrition, specifically the ketogenic diet. We will provide you with all the latest science in nutrition, interviews with experts in the health and wellness field, and answer all your burning questions so you can find optimal health. This podcast is not intended to be used as medical advice and is to be used for informational purposes only. Please contact your doctor with any and all medical questions. Now here's Jessica. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 89 of the Keto Lifestyle Podcast. This is your host, Jessica Tai, and as always, I'm very happy to be with you for this week's episode. So if you tuned in last week, you heard part one of my interview with Danny and Mara Vega from Fat Fueled Family. And this week, I'm going to share with you the wrap-up to that conversation in our part two episode. So um, hopefully you have already listened to 88, but if you did not listen to that episode, you can go ahead and go back and listen to that so you'll know kind of where we are picking up here on episode number 89. And um, in this one, we're going to talk, uh, we talk a little bit about metabolic flexibility. We talk a little bit about um, fat-fueled kids and how you do keto with your kids, what that kind of looks like for them and their lifestyle and um, how the keto, how your keto lifestyle changes from day to day and over time. And um, we also talk a little bit about supplementation and supplementing um, with kids and kind of how they do that as well. So some interesting topics and um, she will talk about the, uh, Mara does talk about her kids um, and uh, their Instagram channel, which is Fat Fueled Kids. And um, you can go check them out and kind of see how they're doing all that. So hopefully you guys get some great information out of this part two episode as well. And I hope you enjoy. I really enjoyed talking with them. They are great friends, just great people in general. And if you don't already follow and listen to them, I really suggest that you do. You get some really great information. All right, guys. So without further ado, let's get on to the episode. Oh, and I did record the first 20, 30 seconds is a repeat of the end of episode 88. So if you feel like you've already heard that part, you have. Um, but I just wanted to kind of pick up <clears throat> and remind you where we left off in last episode. All right, let's get to it. I think it's um, everything that you guys are kind of talking about and your food sensitivities and the carb cycling and all of this stuff. I think it's really important for people to hear this stuff and understand that there really is no one size fits all of anything. And sometimes we can get into that mentality, I think, on keto as we can start thinking like, oh, yeah, keto is the answer to everything. <laughs> like if, yeah, right. if you would just eat keto, your whole life would be fine. Like, you finally <laughs> balance your checkbook. <laughs> right. Exactly. But but we but it really isn't the answer for everybody or not. Not my version of keto may not be the best version for you or for Danny or for my husband or for, you know, Sally, who's listening to the podcast like it's it can be different for everybody and there's all these different ways that you can do it and these different versions and maybe maybe it's not 
keto, maybe it's, you know, maybe you're not in ketosis all the time. Maybe, um, maybe you're just fat fueled and maybe you're, you know, whether or not you're registering ketones every day, maybe isn't the number one priority for you. Or, so I think there's, there's so many variations that we can do in there. And I don't think there's one right or wrong. I think you just have to figure out like what feels good to you. Like you did, you feel, you realize like, man, this is working so well for somebody else or like my husband, but it is not working for me. What is wrong? Like what is going on? And that's part of like just getting in touch uh, with, you know, what we're eating and, and understanding what we're eating and like how it really does affect our bodies and just what a big role nutrition plays. And I think it's really important to, so I love that you guys are talking about that. Well, I love that you mentioned, you know, fat fueled because like, what are we trying to do here? We're, we want to have the metabolic flexibility to be able to utilize glucose and fat. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the bottom line. Right. If you're, yeah. if you're, very much insulin resistance, then then you're gonna have to lower the carbs more. But someone like me, I'm not gonna say I'm gonna do this because I don't. I'm like most days I can eat I, I eat about 10 grams of carbs a day or less. But like today, for instance, is a carb up day, and I'm having my body weight in carbs. I'm having 225 carbs one day a week on it's strategic it's my highest volume day and And he wakes up in ketosis no matter what he does well i'm still in ketosis i've (laughs) been testing my ketones all day his body is constantly eating itself yeah (laughs) that's it i i mean if anybody anybody listening if you've not actually seen a picture of danny look him up (laughs) we'll see why he's in ketosis (laughs) he's like constantly my my air conditioner has to be at 65 for him to feel comfortable yeah 70 during the day 65 he's just like like, sometimes when i'm sitting next to him i can feel like the heat cloud radiating (laughs) his body i'm like dude you're just like burning a burning machine (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome yeah, I wish the rest of us could be like that sometimes. Right? I know, right? We kind of yeah. all secretly hate Danny. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it's so true. And it's so, but I, I think that's true because what works, like I have people all the time, they're like, well, what do you do? How, how many carbs do I eat a day? Do I, do, do I measure total carbs or net carbs? Or do I, it's like, I don't know. And I can't answer that for you. Like yes. you need to decide how you need to do this. So test, figure out what knocks you out of ketosis, figure out where, you know, where you feel good. You know, you got to figure that stuff out. You've got to tinker and test and kind of figure, and what is working for you right now probably isn't going to be the same thing that works for you a year from now. So you just have to figure that out. And I think it's everybody just feeling like there's not a right or wrong but that we can all just, you know, hey, you guys are, we're hearing some tips from you. They hear some tips from me. They hear some tips from somebody else. And then you just kind of work that out to figure out what it is that all of those together are going to make the, the biggest impact for you. And I think it depends on what you're trying to do. Like, Mara, you are, you know, you were thinking like, this is amazing. I'm not having these anxiety attacks. Like, wow, this is great. Well, for somebody else, it could be, you know, they need to be really super strict because they're trying to control epileptic seizures. Um, you know, so their carb intake, you know, they may need way less than somebody else can have just because they need their ketones to be at really super high levels or someone else is trying to, to heal a chronic disease or, you know, it's just all these different nuances. And so I get frustrated when people are like, well, I heard I have to be registered at this 
you know, millimole of ketones or, you know, I'm not in optimal ketosis. I'm like, bull, do you feel good? <laughs> Are yeah. you getting improvements to what you were doing before? Okay, then you're good. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 it's, we always say like, we want to get people to think and yeah. it's really, really hard because like, yeah, it's obviously not like, working sometimes. Mean? Yeah, because we're like, hey, do this. And then like four months later, we're like, Hey, maybe you should try this. And they're like, but four months ago you said do this. And I was like, well, that was four months ago, dude. And it's not one one answer. There's gonna be lots of them. Yes. Keep paying attention. You keep synthesizing these ideas in your mind and applying them to your specific situation. Right. right. Yeah. Well, and kind of like we were talking about in your podcast episode just a little bit ago, is it um, really comes down to education, I think, and helping people to understand the why behind what they're doing. And so then they can start to think about it um, critically and like on their own and like start to be like, oh, okay, I understand why she has me doing this or he has me doing this. So I wonder if I did this, how that would affect, you know, because they start, you know, rationalizing it and theorizing what might happen. And I, I think that's the most, because we're in the society, I feel like where we just want somebody to tell us what to do, tell us what to take, tell yeah. us what to do, tell us when to do it and we'll do it. And, um, and that's, man, that's not getting us anywhere. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, it's not. Yeah. Getting people to think. And that's why I kind of tell people my process like instead, cause I get that all the time, you know, like post your food. And honestly, that's why I tell Danny all the time, like his page is a food page mainly. <laughs> so he has to post his food, but I don't like posting my food a lot of the time just because I end up getting so many, like more questions about it. And like people really just want to know what I eat yeah. as if they could just copy it and get the same results, you know? Yeah. And and that's not the point, you know, the point is like the whole process, how I got here. And then, yeah, if now I'm eating carbs, like, oh no, I thought you were carnivore. I'm like, I am. I just, once a month, I'm going to have, you know, and here's the funny part is, is that like my carb up is probably like what most people have <laughs> on a daily basis and still stay keto because I'm zero carb most of the time. I'm literally carnivore. So when I do a carb up, it's like 20 the whole day. <laughs> right. So, so it's just funny, you know, so the process is important, you know, that's why I, def I definitely do think carnivore is a good place to start for some people if they've got a lot going on because it just eliminates a lot of the background noise. Yes, yeah. And then it's a great way to just, you know, I tell people reintroduce stuff slowly and to log, log your foods, log your symptoms, you know? Yeah. So. Yep. I think that's super important. I love teaching people to make sure they're keeping food logs and just kind of learning um, how they feel because it makes you aware um, makes you aware of like what's going on and how it's affecting you so I think that's really important so Mara um, one more thing I want to talk about before we wrap this up is um, you and kind of the with the kids well both of you you know with the kids and how is this um, I know you said like they're eating the the um, organ meat burgers and they're doing all this kind of thing and you're really noticing a change in their palate but how does this work for them like out in the real world you know I always get the question from people like well how do you do this with your family so I'm curious like how are you guys handling this and and with the way your kids are eating and the way you eat like how do you how do you keep them on track so to speak well because we homeschool it's definitely easier so that's one thing that we do have on our side working on like working for us because my kids they aren't being exposed to the stuff on a daily basis like their peers are mm -hmm. um which in a way honestly i feel like it's it makes probably, them stronger 
It makes the other kids stronger. The, uh, right. Like we have a friend, right. Like I think it's actually probably not as good because, um, for example, we have one of our best friends, um, her daughter is also keto and she does go to school, but this little girl has, because she practices saying no every day is so much more strict and stronger than my kids really, because she literally every single day has to say no to something. And for her, it's so normal now. You yeah. Know, because they give her like, they give gets, snack. Yeah. Cause they do like the snack rewards and stuff. So, so that's something that, but then again, you know, they're also only being exposed to what we give them. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, I guess it has its pros and cons, but you know, we do, you know, I, we don't like to control them. I definitely control what like I buy in the house. I, we personally just like, I won't, I don't want to like support a company that is, un- I feel is unethical. So like if they do want something like, like we were talking about the Cascadian farm cereal, you know, I'm like, all right, if you want cereal, let's like, just find something that's, it's still going to taste delicious to them. Like they never eat cereal. So any cereal is going to taste good to them. But when we go to birthday parties and stuff, you know, they're allowed to eat cupcakes and, and, you know, candy on Halloween. I will say though, we do have a trick. Like I try to buy it from them. And they do the same thing. Yeah, Shut I buy it. it. Oh my yeah, gosh, I that's awesome. Them. Yeah, I'm like, you pick it. your favorites. And yes. and uh, you can, you know, how much, I'll, I'll pay big bucks too on Halloween. I'm like, how much you want for that? 20 bucks? Like, I'll give you $20, you know? Yeah, we um, will give them a Ziploc, like a quart-sized Ziploc bag. And we're like, okay, put your favorites in here. But then if you can fill this other bag, then I will buy that from you for 10 yeah. or 20 bucks. So they, right. But they have to make the other one completely full, like a, like a gallon size one. But right. they would much rather have the money. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. So, um, yeah, we try to also, you know, I don't, I, we try to help them. It's the education too, you know, so we're educating them. We're talking about food as fuel. We're talking about how, what our body needs to build muscle or to build tissue and healthy brain function, what our brain needs, uh, how, how our hormones you know, and of course, age appropriate stuff. So like, I'm not talking to Dean about hormone stuff. He doesn't care, but like Desmond is, is more interested, you know? So I kind of talked to him about that, like the, you know, the energy and, and he, the energy spikes and he's, he's older now. So he can kind of actually see it in his peers now, like the, the crazy, you know, crashes and the, the behavior stuff. Um, but we really try to give them the autonomy. It is a little bit harder and I'm sure you run into this too, like with your, your, with your daughter who, you know, has a condition where she has to be ketogenic. Mm -hmm. Um, because the, you know, if she's not, it could be, you know, life threatening for her. Um, for Dean, it's not life threatening, but the behavior changes are so drastic sometimes that I do kind of have to like, you know, restrict him a little bit more, but even then I still have to let him, even if it, you know, results in the behavior stuff, because I'm not going to control him, especially him. He's such a, you know, more my wild child. Like, yeah, I, I got to tread lightly. I got to be, you know, his ally. I got to be on his team. I can't, if, if it becomes a battle, he's, that's it. Yeah. So, so it's, 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 it's just finding that balance leading by example. You know, my kids see us eat that stuff. Um, I mean, they don't like, they don't see us eating that. Oh, and I will mention, cause we were keto for, um, a full year before we transitioned the kids. Mm-hmm. Now Desmond, when Desmond was born, I mean, he, he had a great start cause we were paleo. So he was like a paleo, you know, exclusively breastfed straight to like meat. <laughs> so he had a really good start. And I really do feel like that's what probably why he's, he does, he has such a 
good pen. Like he'll eat anything. He's like Danny. Um, and, but then of course, when, when Dean was born, we were kind of like in that powerlifting phase where we were eating, you know, really it was a little, if it fits your macros. So anything, anything wet, if it's a donut, it's a donut. So, mm-hmm. um, so we really did have to transition them at, after a, 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 that time, but they had been watching us, you know, um, when they would offer me a bite of their cookie, I would politely decline and I would get a question, you know, why? And I would take that opportunity to explain why, you know, I don't feel good when I eat that. Yeah. This is what happens. Um, and so I choose not to eat that, you know, so it's leading by example, um, educating them and then also giving them that freedom to where they don't feel left out and, and, and that they, when you do that and they eat good most of the time, they feel they do feel the effects of eating the bad stuff. And yeah, I like that. It's a beautiful thing. It's I a love great it. thing. Yeah. yeah, it really is. I think that's <clears throat> perfect. It's very smart to do it that way. Just let them figure it out themselves because um, I feel like if we don't, if we control everything, then they're never going to figure it out. And then as soon as they're out from underneath our thumbs, man, they're going to go crazy. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really awesome. So how, so you are, guys are mostly carnivore. I know Danny, you are, uh, Mara, you're mostly eating carnivore. Um, are, how do you handle, like, do you guys make dinners with the kids with a lot of veggies or things like that? And if you don't, how do you handle that? Do you get a lot of like pushback from family or, you know, people telling you, oh, you need to give these kids, you know, more variety of food or more different food groups, you know, people read the food pyramid and think that we need, you know, that carbohydrates are an essential nutrient. So like, how do you guys, do you, do you get that kind of stuff and how do you handle that? Well, the first thing I'll say is that no one in either of our families would even dare mess with us at this point. Because We've been psycho for so long. Yeah, like it's been like a decade, like, oh my gosh, these people are homeschooling. Oh my gosh, Danny's going to quit his job. Oh my gosh, they're paleo, they're keto, they're libertarian. Like, there's, you guys have instilled fear in those around you. Yes, <laughs> yes. especially yeah. with the with my parents and with her parents because, like, <laughs> we're we told them. So, like, we're just we're all psychos. Like, yeah, we're, we're all here. insane. Like, we will yell Some at of my best like, friends are Cuban, yeah. and I yeah. love them. They're amazing. <laughs> they have yeah. taught me how to stand up for myself. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's yeah. that's part of like I, this how we are like very much like you know you know where you stand and and um and so like we told them straight up like probably three years ago like listen if you if you give my child any of these things you will no longer see them like you're this was even when before dean was born like if you give this to <laughs> desmond so you will not see my son do you understand yes okay <laughs> um as far as like what we do with the kids this is really interesting because we don't make them eat vegetables. We don't make them eat fruit. We, we, most of the time what we do is we give them options. And most of the time the options are like four or five different meats. (laughs) So like Dean calls it a meat buffet. Yeah, we we don't, (laughs) but here's the thing, the crazy thing, Desmond and both Desmond and like today, Dean was like, raise your hand if you love broccoli. Like when we went to go, like, he's like here eating. He ate his steak and he ate his broccoli. And, because he never eats it. It's like a treat. Yeah. Like a treat for them. Like Desmond. I this, love this reverse psychology. Why have we not thought of this before? Oh, maybe. Yeah, you want to get him to eat? I'm like, you want them to eat vegetables? Just deprive them of vegetables for like. <laughs> And then you're like, hey, check out this variety. Like, that's adorable. Like, poor thing. Like, he's, like, deprived. Like, they go to Sprouts the other day, and he's like, Mom, can you buy me a bell pepper? I'm like, who are you? 
Oh are you, child? Like he's literally oh eating God, yellow, raw bell peppers <laughs> dipped in guac, oh dipped in guac with, with this organ meat. So we like, he'll be like, I really want an artichoke. Yeah. <laughs> he really, that's our paleo kid, man. Like that that's goes awesome. to show from the minute, you know, when Maura was nursing and eating Greek salads and eating all this different food. And then, you know, then we weaned them off with both of them with raw liver and soft boiled egg yolks. And then we didn't even, we didn't even, the first thing we gave them was that. And then we went to like steak and ground beef and some uh, avocados, sweet potatoes. Desmond would crush the sweet potatoes. And we were still eating a lot of veggies. So like I would do kale sauteed in like ghee or butter. Yeah. Or the kale chips. Did he ever eat the kale chips? Yeah. (laughs) So that's kind of like, we don't, we don't make them eat it. um, And we let them know that, um, that they're not very much like it's not that they're necessary, um, but you know, so, as as used in as part of like a healing protocol, a lot of people can use. There's certain plants that can or be herbs, used, right? herbs yeah. that as medicine. So yeah, that's kind of how we approach it. And we tend to buy like it's funny because we eat they eat more fruit. Yeah, than, they like, do eat fruit, than yeah. veggies. So we'll do like avocados. Um, then they'll do berries, berries they'll apples, get apples with even. nut butters. Yeah. And that's they the then they won't stuff. even finish the that's apples. That's the either. non-meat stuff that they'll get. And then like, you know, their snack stuff, like the jerky sticks or they love their, their, I get them like raw organic cashews. Mm. They do. They love yogurt. Too. They love their yogurt. So I'll get them some like triple cream grass fed yogurt, um, stuff like that. Like that's the other stuff that they'll eat. Um, but yeah, I, honestly, I, it's, I literally just forget that vegetables exist sometimes. <laughs> and then my kids will remind me when we're at Sprouts. They're like, can we have baby carrots? I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, and I think it's really important for people listening to understand, too, that that you're not depriving your children of any nutrients by not giving them vegetables. Because um, you guys are eating nose to tail. Yes, exactly. And that's that, that's a very important point for people to understand. You know, developing kids, they, they you got to think about B vitamins. You got to think about electrolytes. You got to think about potassium. There's a lot. There's a bunch of stuff. You and know? since they are kids, I do use like we all take like our our vitamins and stuff. So I definitely make sure that they have their bases covered. You know, like yeah. since, since Danny and I have our DNA, um, we you know we can kind of guess what the kids have. You know, yeah. Especially if it's all like the bad symptoms, we only have bad ones to offer. But, um, but um, yeah, and you can tell kind of by like their symptoms. You know, like Dean has really, really low energy, and I have on my, um, I think it's MTRR, whatever. It's uh, responsible for B12 methylation. Mm -hmm. I have both bad snips, which is of course just so eye-opening for me because my whole life I struggled with extreme fatigue and just not being able to get out of bed. and but now we know this information, so yeah, we do their methyl bees every day. They're getting fish. It's you want to hear how weird these kids are? They chew the fish oil pills. <laughs> they like them. Well, they're strawberry flavored. But, I mean, I don't like them. Yeah, it's what's it called? Nordic it's natural Nordic strawberries. Natural, yeah. strawberry. We do those too. And my kids actually, that's the one we do the Nordic naturals. We do a variety of them, but that's the one out of the lineup that I give my kids that they like the least is the fish oil ones. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. Like, I don't like the way it is. And the, the, I just swallow the capsules, and Desmond literally chews it. He chooses to chew it. I'm like, that is you're so funny. to be like that. Dean, well, Dean likes the oil, like that, yogurt, the flavored, yeah. strawberry flavored oil with parents, if you're listening. 
um, peak yogurt, or you could do the capsules, but the oil, so you don't have to break the pill up. You the reason I get the capsules is because you know it's never highly, like it's never dosed high enough. Especially oh, the, the oil, the, the DHA. It's always like oh yeah, yeah. Like, but like if you if your child if you're trying to get extra DHA for your child, they're not and they're not eating salmon roe and they're not eating fish. cod liver. Yeah. Um, then I'm telling you the doing like a the. Um, Peak yogurt, strawberry flavored. It does have a little bit of sugar from the strawberry, so it's like it's just five yeah. grams of sugar plus, you know, the strawberry flavored um, uh, Nordic Naturals, Nordic Naturals uh, fish oil, fish oils, yeah. and 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 yogurt and smoothies are a vehicle for supplements. For supplements yeah. yeah, yeah, that's so true. That's a great tip. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do give them stuff. Like we do L-theanine. What else do we do? GABA. GABA. L-theanine, um, CBD sometimes, um, mm -hmm. depending. Um, what DHA, else? a multi, these, zinc, vitamin D. Then we'll give them GABACOM. Like, hey, you need some GABACOM? Calm down. It's a little bit of GABA to calm down. <laughs> yeah. So um, the CBD, what brand do you guys do for CBD? So we've been, we love Santa Cruz. Um, it's okay. uh, hemp-based. Um, they have all their testing online. They, yeah, they got lab. They're lab tested. Um, if you have someone who has a real serious issue, like if, if your child has epilepsy or Parkinson's, well, not a child's like, probably not going to have Parkinson's, but, you know, a lot of these neurodegenerative diseases um, from or the autism. doctors. Autism. Yeah, we've spoken to doctors who, who use medical cannabis, and they said that getting the CBD from a dispensary from the marijuana plant is you know, multiple times better because although there is no THC in it, the amount of cannabinoids is like, there's like 130 cannabinoids in marijuana CBD versus hemp CBD. And hemp CBD only has like 30 cannabinoids. And there's something called the entourage effect where all of these cannabinoids work together and they like, they like synergize. There's like this major synergy. So if you're just a typical person who wants to improve anxiety and chill a little bit more, then Santa Cruz Medicinals would be awesome. If you're someone that has a, a real issue, then you may, may need to get your medical card and get CBD from a marijuana plant. Mm. Yeah. That's, Very taboo, but one of those things that we got to talk about, you know? Yeah, that's awesome. I, I love that because, yeah, those are there's a lot of parents out there that are struggling with kids that are on the autism spectrum or, um, you know, are having some of those neurological um, issues and they need to know there's some options out there. Yeah, um, especially and if there are any just really quick, if there are any listeners that that have, you know, a child on the spectrum or and you're interested in this stuff, we did an um, on our podcast the episode with what's her name? Um, Anne Marie Wong, Dr. Anne Marie Wong. Wong. She's yeah. a pediatrician and she has some incredible testimony working with autistic children because the problem with these children a lot of the time is that they don't sleep. Oh, yeah. And that's a really, really big problem for them and for their parents. Um, so, this, yeah, this is a, a great way to give them a better quality of life because the other option is usually just sedating them and you know, yes, it's just not a good quality of life. So. No, I think that's great. And I want to just touch really quick on what you said 
about, uh, you know, you told your parents, hey, if you do this, you will not see my kids. And I, I'm sure that there's some listeners like, oh, well, that's just ridiculous. I, you know, whatever. But we totally said it in a joking way too. But, <laughs> but you, I think it's important for people to understand that there are some things that, um, like for well both of my daughters actually but our one daughter who actually does have severe medical issues they literally if my if i can't get my mother-in-law to listen and follow what i'm asking her to do it could be very detrimental to my daughter and but for my other daughter um, i actually had to have a conversation with her and i love my mother-in-law um she's wonderful but one of the things that my husband and i have struggled for years to get her to kind of get on board with is any kind of um, nutritional changes or, or, um, like she's, you know, she just does things the way she does them. She eats the way she eats. Like we have begged her for so long to just buy organic milk. Like you only buy like a gallon a week or a half a gallon a week. It's just her her husband. I'm like, for crying out loud, it's like 50 more cents. Like, please just at least do that. But like, she won't, like, she just doesn't (laughs) buy into any of it. She doesn't, she just completely, she will not buy organic eggs. Like, I'm like, come on. If just, just at least the things that come from animals, at least try to do that. Yeah. It would just be such a minimal expense, you know, more than what she's spending now because they eat so little. Um, but the thing is, is when my kids go over there is then she pumps them full of all of these things that she buys and that we don't provide for them. And so for my one daughter specifically, um, my older one, she was, she gets on these roller coaster, um, things with blood sugar. She has, she's not very good at at regulating herself. Like I, you know, there's all kinds of problems when she comes back from my mother-in-law's because she has just been given you know, sugar and carbs all day long. And she comes home and she is a nightmare for like three days. Yeah. Um, it's horrible. Yeah. And, um, oh my so, gosh, three days is the, is the magic number. You're right. It's same yeah, thing it, for us. It's, it's at like least three, three days. days. And, and yeah. so yeah. I told my mother-in-law, I finally just pulled her aside and I said, Jeannie, listen, I know, you know, you don't understand all of this. It doesn't, you, you don't even, I mean, I know she doesn't even believe that what she feeds my daughter affects her in this way. Yeah. Like she just doesn't yeah. believe it. But I told her, I'm like, you, you cannot give, like, you cannot give her these things. I understand that you like to make her pancakes and that is like, it it makes you happy to do that for her. She loves them. That's fine. You can make her pancakes, but please do not let her eat all of the pancakes. Please do not put whipped cream on the pancakes. Please do not then drench them in syrup. Please do not get her sprinkles for the pancakes and syrup. Oh my gosh. Like, I mean, I'm literally, this is what she gets. And, and I'm like, and if she wants that again for lunch, please tell her no. Like explain to her that that was a treat and, you know, she has to eat something out. Like, it's just, you know, she, she's grandma and she just wants to, I mean, that's like her, that's how she shows love, right? It's like, just here's all these wonderful things you want to eat. And it makes me happy to see you so excited about eating all these things, but she doesn't understand what it's doing to her. So I had to tell her like, like literally she comes home and for three days, she's a nightmare. And then on the third day or the very next day, she's like crashed and we, she doesn't want to do anything and she's miserable. And I told her, I said, and I believe that she may have some, some serious blood sugar regulation issues. And this is not good for her. Like this is, you know, she may be predisposed to these things and right. putting her in, this is putting her in harm's way basically. And so, and she was like, okay, okay, yes, I'll do it. The la- Then the last time that she went over there, she came home, we had none of those issues. 
She's like, she was like reporting to me. My mother-in-law was like, I only gave her this. And then I only let her have this. And I'm like, you know what, Jeannie? I love it. It was amazing because I didn't see any of the attitude issues or the energy swings or none of it. None of the crying fits and the, I'm like, she was, she was perfect. Everything was great. So, you know, I thanked her for that. So I think I just want to encourage people that if you are going through that stuff with in-laws or, you know, your mom, your dad, grandparents that are, you know, it's okay to have that conversation and either jokingly or not jokingly say, if you don't stop doing this, they're going to stop coming to your house because this isn't okay for them. Yeah. Like it's that serious. Like your nutrition is that important. It is absolutely that serious. And I'm so glad you said that. And that is the thing, like with Desmond, you know, his stuff is like allergies and stuff he knows, like it's not that serious. But when it comes to Dean, um, if, if someone gives him candy or food dyes, I mean, I can lose eye contact for a full 24 hours. Like yeah. my kid will become, I could probably get him diagnosed on the spectrum. Yeah. Uh-huh. He, he does a lot of stimming behaviors. He's clapping. He's, I lose eye contact. He's like not looking at me. And so it's super scary for me too. It's scary for him. He doesn't feel good. And yeah, I have had to send videos of this and say, yeah. look, I'm not joking. This isn't like some voodoo hippie dippy right. stuff. This is, this is just science. If you feed your body poison, it's not going to work the right way. The end. So please. And then here, another suggestion that I have is sometimes since they didn't grow up with this stuff, like a lot of times they just don't know about certain products. So Mm -hmm. what I'll do is like, Hey mom, if you want to get the kids something fun, look, you can find these simple meals, chocolate chip cookies at, at at Publix now, you know, at any local grocery store. So give them stuff that they can buy so that they can still show their love. Cause I know that that's how they show their love. Yeah. Um, so maybe try, you know, like the birch benders pancakes, like they have this pancake mix. Maybe you want to try this one. Oh my gosh. Um, the kids really like okay. it. So you know, I have to stop like you really quick about the birch benders. So they just came out with a keto version. <laughs> they didn't have keto. Oh my gosh. Like, are they good? I haven't they tried them. are so good. <laughs> we made them for the first time this weekend. Um, anybody listening there on my Amazon store page. So if you go to my Mm -hmm. website, click on my storefront, they're in there. They are so good. Like we make a big family breakfast every Saturday morning and it's always, you know, bacon, egg, sausage, um, you know, there's the works, everybody gets everything. And then we always make like a keto, um, waffle or pancake right. um, for the kids. They love that. And most of the time I don't even eat any of it because I'm like, I don't really care. But I tried these. I wanted to try the the Birch Benders pancakes. And oh my gosh, they're they're like, like I remember a pancake being. They are so good. So they I had are. that with some chalk zero syrup and a bunch of butter. And I was like, oh yeah. my gosh, this is heaven. Like, and all you need is like one pancake. With <laughs> it's so filling. It's so filling. Oh, it was so good. So yeah, that's a great suggestion, Mara, because there are yeah. options out there that you can get that are, you know, it, some of them maybe aren't, not all of them are going to be keto, although there are good keto options too, but maybe not all of them are keto, but they're better it's options. still a better option. Well, and the yes. other thing is that we, we, what do you eat, you know? let me just yes. say, we, Guys, we we do so much cooking. We do so much food prep. Yeah. Please give us a break for once. Yes. You know, <laughs> like like give me something good. Yes, good birch benders. 
Boom. Yes. Take that. Good enough. Exactly. You know? Good enough. Totally. I, I love that. And it's, and you know, a lot of times people ask me too, like, do you keep your kid? Like, do you want your kids to be keto? Listen, I, the way I look at it is these kids, like their metabolic health is like so much better than ours. Anyway, yeah. they are growing like crazy. Like what, uh, them being in ketosis is like pretty natural. It's pretty easy and they can eat a lot of carbs compared to us and still be in ketosis or be very they're it's, they're very metabolically flexible we're just not because we got we sc- we screwed ourselves up early on but just doing some of these things that we've talked about here and just making some of these little tweaks and you know get making having them give them better choices of things we are setting them up for like so much better than than we you know, came into our adulthood with. Absolutely. You know, just stay away from like, I mean, shoot, we used to go and buy like Hostess and that, that would be like, I remember, (laughs) I remember literally as a teenager, like just going and buying like a bunch of Hostesses with my girlfriends. And then we would just like, you know, sit and talk and eat them or, you know, do whatever it was we were doing. Like we never even thought another thing about it. And like half the time we didn't even eat dinner, like real food. Like that's what we would, you know, as long as it didn't make us fat, it was fine. (laughs) And it's just crazy. It's just so crazy that, you know, the stuff that I did to my body, it's a wonder I wasn't more messed up. (laughs) Well, look, look, we all had that, these, these weird skewed, views on what was important and and um i don't know if you've ever met liz williams but she's a really good friend of ours and she's another amazing mother someone who does it all and she sent me a picture of her kids from their kids camp menu from this week and it's all crap they don't even count the carbs yeah they they, all they They tell you is the cholesterol fat and saturated fat i'm like i haven't seen anything important yet i'm I'm looking probably the calories right because that's the other thing they tell you the calories and then you look at it and it's like it's like crackers mac and cheese and right i don't know right like Proof. nothing of any nutritional value whatsoever. Yeah. No, but the saturated fat and the cholesterol are super low. So, so obviously. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> well, you guys, thank you so much for being on uh, here. This has been awesome. I could just talk to you guys forever. Forever, I know. We got to do that. We got to do that, that meetup. I know. We, we are going to. Derek and I have been looking at the calendar for the cabin, and we're like, we are going to set a date and like just try to get whoever can get out here out here. So we're going to yes. do it. Um, but before I let you go, please let my listeners know like how they can find out more about you guys, where they can go to follow you, all of that stuff. All right. So on, we're probably most active on Instagram. You can find me at fat fueled mom spelled how it sounds fat F A T F U E L E D mom. And Danny is Danny Vega dot M S. We also, for those parents out there, if you're interested in like meal ideas, we post all of our kids meals and what we're doing with the kids at fat fueled kids on Instagram. We have also, all of those are going to be on Facebook with the same name. Um, we also have our Fatfield family group on Facebook. If you want to join that, we're really bad YouTubers. If you want to follow us there and get zero <laughs> content, there's like 40 videos by now. Yeah, so. there's some stuff on there and we have, ha- some, we have some time by the, by the time you finish the videos, we'll probably have a new one. On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we're there, we're Fatfield yeah. fat family there. And then our podcast, that's our labor of love. It's, Fatfield Family Podcast. You can find it on all podcast um, platforms. And did I miss anything? 
No, I think that's it. <laughs> we sell workout programs. We have them on our website, fatfield.family. Yep. And from there, really, you can connect with us everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And if they, I mean, all they have to do is just like look you guys up. And yeah. if you guys just look at pictures of them, you'll want to buy their workout programs. <laughs> you'll be like, how do I look like that? <laughs> all the women want to look like Mara. All the men want to look like Danny. It's Thank all good. You, you guys are perfect. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much for doing this. And um, I can't wait to talk to you guys again soon. Likewise. Awesome. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Keto Lifestyle Podcast. We hope that you enjoyed what we shared with you today and are looking forward to the next episode.